0: Lunchtime Live on News Talk.
1: Thanks to Video Doc. See a GP online anytime for prescriptions and sick notes. Download the Video Doc app. VideoDoc.ie. This is Kira, and this is a Lunchtime Live podcast from News Talk. If you like what you hear, don't forget that you can subscribe via the app or on iTunes and make sure to check us out at newstalk.com forward slash lunchtime live. Thanks for listening. Now, Dublin is one of the worst cities in the world to be a driver, with commuters spending almost 250 hours stuck in cars that are travelling at less than 10 kilometres per hour. That's like at at an absolute crawl, almost a stop. And 250 hours, that's more than 10 full days. And if you think about it, you're asleep for half the time you usually are, are, are in your days. It's about 20 days that you spend if you're waking hours in a car it's more than your summer holidays Uh, Dublin has the distinction of having the slowest city centre in all of Europe because the speeds here dip as low as 6 miles per hour the report said and joining me to discuss how this affects the city and what it means for us is Graeme McQueen who is the head of communications at the Dublin Chamber Graeme you're very welcome Thank you The city, when you read these figures, is being strangled. Are we going to reach a tipping point where people will start to avoid the city? They won't want to work here, they won't want to shop here, and indeed they'll go out of their way to not come into it.
2: Yeah, I think that's the obvious danger. At the moment, you've got people trying to make a decision about where they're going to live and work. That's not just people who are here, but people abroad. You look at Brexit and the opportunities that are potentially there for Dublin. Um, If people are looking at these headlines today, and these headlines will be used by other cities all around the world to to hammer Dublin effectively. you know, so we, these are things we've got to address. I think what it shows is that we've been far too slow to address the problem. We've known about this for years. The TomTom congestion index has been showing the same thing for years. We've been in the top ten of worst cities for congestion in the TomTom index for a number of years now. But but we've reacted too slowly. We, we, we built Lewis Cross City a couple of years ago. It's been been on online now for about fifteen months. But there's nothing happening in the meantime. There's t- the progress is too slow on the big projects and also the smaller stuff, the likes of the cycling infrastructure. In the city, Dublin, is potentially a very cyclable city. Well, it's
1: flat and it's not that big.
2: Yeah, and y- you could potentially cycle most places. You know, in half an hour, forty-five minutes. E- even if even if you are slightly older, um, there's huge potential there. But there's the cycle network just isn't there at the moment. We were chatting before we ca- we came on air. Like, would you send your your kids out there at the moment? Would you yourself go out there to cycle? You know, for a, a lot of I'd people, I'd be cons-
1: very worried about my kids cycling in the city. Even though I like the idea of cycling because of health and all that stuff. Yeah. The idea, though, of my children, my precious children on a bike in that traffic. Frightens
2: me. Yeah, I sat in the bus this morning, going through the, se- the city centre, and you see cyclists passing at times, and you, you wince. You know, it's, it, there's some very uh, close calls. It is very unsafe, um, so that's something that needs to be addressed. And then the big transport projects, obviously as well, likes a MetroLink, uh, the likes of Dart Underground projects we've been talking about for decades. Other cities. Just All my get on life, and, we've been talking about. Yeah, and other cities just get on and build them. And so what
1: is that? I mean, is it the f- look at the National Children's Hospital? Is it the fear that we say, "Oh, this will cost us £1.5 billion, but actually we end up paying five billion? Or something outrageous, is it that we're 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 brutal at this? Because it seems to me, massive infrastructure is needed to change people from the car mentality, the motorist mm. mentality, to the public. Uh, transport mentality and, and like even the services we do have the buses even Bus Connects and I would be a supporter of Bus Connects but the on and off nature of it jumping on and off buses everywhere that's tricky but even the Dart it's an the Dart is a very slow rail link it's it's as slow mm. to go from uh, Greystones where I live into Dublin on the Dart as it is to practically go halfway to Cork do you know what I mean so yeah. it's not moving with any real speed that train yeah
2: progress is just too slow across the board really we always find a reason to kick it down the road like you talk about Dart Underground which is probably the number one project that Dublin needs. If you could pick one, that's the one that you would start with. It's expensive and it's tricky, but we've been talking about that one since 1970. Again, we're talking about Metrolink at the moment and you hear some of the commentary. People would be would be happy to kick that down the road again. We've been talking about that for 20 years. So when I think of my kids, you know, these are projects that are going to benefit them and their kids. 100, 150 year projects. So they are a big price tag, but the the the, the, the quid pro quo is that you get that piece of infrastructure which you can expand and extend and, and, and grow as time goes on. Do
1: we need, and lots of people are texting us in, a congestion charge? Would that help if we were if every car was billed a fiver by, you know, the, the main arteries coming in, that there was like a, a, an automatic toll or something? Would that be a thing?
2: I think I was struck recently, I was at an event where Dublin City Council and Owen Keegan talked about the, the willingness of people to put up with congestion and put up with the cost of travelling in by car. I don't think that would change with a congestion charge. I think people would still drive in and the fundamental reason for that is they don't have the alternative there. They get the come out their house in the morning, they get in the car because they don't have that compelling uh, public transport offering. They don't have the cycle network. Is that
1: the bottom line that we can... Blather on about carbon emissions and and you know motorists needing to change their ways and all of that till we're blue in the face. If we only have a public transport system that can transport about forty five percent of the people that need to be transported into the city, mm. well then what are we doing other than just beating motorists with a stick that they can do nothing to change their their ways? If you yeah. can't get in without your car, there's yeah. no point in saying to them you shouldn't be driving.
2: Yeah, we see changes all the time and we hear about ideas about you know taking a lane off the M50 to give over to the the bus network and things, but the bus network isn't there. It, Bus Connects is is potentially a very good uh, development for the city. It needs refinements, but there's a lot there to like, a lot there that would improve the city. So we need to look at these things. What we need is a consistent, ambitious investment programme over a number of years. We've just came out of 10 years of of pretty much no investment in infrastructure in Ireland. Um, We basically turned the investment tap off. We can't make the same mistake again. What we need now is to invest continuously over the next 10 to 20 years. And we can get there, we can be amongst the best cities in the world, but we need ambition. And we need conviction and we need it all done over a concerted period of time.
1: Loads of people getting involved. Some of biggest problem is the majority of jobs and new companies do want to do business in Dublin for lots of different reasons. There should be incentives to operate outside of the capital. And that's from Gary Godloven who is stuck currently and we are now at a quarter to one on the M50. That seems totally mad. Um, I suppose we, we we could have these conversations like Groundhog Day over and over again. If there was two things you would like to see happen Graeme, what would they be? Particularly, I I know you want infrastructural change, but that's going to take at least a decade to come. Is there anything that could be done now?
2: things that can be done now is, is to follow through on the plans that we have there we have plans for Metrolink that the Ireland 2040 plan that the government published has lots of great projects in there we need we need people to get behind projects that are good for the city too often we hear the negative voices and projects like Metrolink and bus connects they take over and they allow for projects to become to become uh, obsolete or, or kicked down the road so we need conviction there. Poli- Politically, we need that conviction especially. Our politicians need to get behind projects. We're never going to get perfect projects. There's always going to be something.
1: Do we Do we need to drive things through more aggressively? We're great ones for the objections. We're great ones for going back to onboard Planola a gazillion times. Mm. And we're great ones for people saying, we can't be doing this. Somebody's going to lose six feet of their garden. Ultimately you having six feet of a longer garden is not worth more to us as a society than maybe 100,000 people able to move around the city more freely. Like, Do we need to become a little bit more hard-nosed about these things?
2: I think we we just need conviction at a political level. People will will reap the benefits of these. So you look at the Bus Connect routes, which as you say, people are going to lose a bit of their gardens. Gardens that at the moment are used to park cars, ironically enough, for the most part. So, you know, the the greater good of the city has to be taken into account here. This is not just for, you know, 10 or 12 people living on a certain street. This is for, for the one, two, three million people that are going to be living in Dublin uh, in the next so 20 years. So we need to years. focus on
1: the greater good is what you're saying. I
2: think so and I think that's what you see in other cities around the world. I mean look at Copenhagen for example which, which ranks at the top of this list that we're here to talk about today in terms of congestion they don't have the problem we do. They put a plan in place in the 1950s and they followed through on it. Yes they refined it along the way but it took in the public transport network. There was an emphasis on taking cars out. Big focus on cycling and walking. They did it. So if, if we can follow that example it's there for us to follow uh, let's do it let's get it done in Dublin
1: alright thank you for that indeed that's Graeme Queen, there Head of Communications at Dublin Chamber 53106 what do you think what would you like to see happen we're mad NIMBYists aren't we I mean there is a, uh, there is an issue about that too everybody's GAA club and front garden has to be protected but we can't actually have a, a system of public transport that works someone says as they say on AA Roadwatch it's down to sheer volumes can't really be helped so patience is a must that's, that seems like a cop out that's why we have in-car entertainment and great shows like Lunchtime Live to break the tedium well I'm with you on that I'm totally with you and if we can make your journeys any little bit easier we would be delighted someone else says I heard in the news how long someone's wife was spending in traffic commuting to Dundalk assuming she commutes from Dublin I have to question how much of the slow up is influenced by unnecessary car trips the school run for one is a major congestion contributor that's loopers and I totally agree with that and I think in fairness we should have school buses that would make total sense and maybe last one for this someone says I think Finnefall and Finnegale uh, like to pretend some issues are really difficult to solve the HSE housing climate transport first thing they could do is speed up bus connects urgently needed but no support from Fianna Fáil Finnegal. Dart Underground cancelled why 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 uh, let us know what you think 53106 loads more coming up Carl one of our listeners is on the line Carl you spend a lot of time on the road for work what do you think is the answer to our transport woes
3: well I think the transport woes the main, the main thing is, is rush hour traffic yeah um, like it is sort of, what, 8 to 10 in the morning, lunchtime when people people are out of work, and then Uh again, 4 to 6 in the evening. Um, But the main thing is, like, every other modern city in Europe has a metro system.
1: I know.
3: Which transports everyone around the city, and then cars, buses, all all of the transport is used to supplement that. Yeah. So in rush hour, in London, the tube is... Yeah, you wouldn't dream of driving. But the the tube is completely completely packed because everyone's using it. And that's that's what should happen in Dublin. There should be a metro system that takes that congestion off the road.
1: I would imagine, and I, I'm not arguing at all, because I think an underground system would be amazing. How and ever we know that they were trying to go underground in, in uh, on the north side, and people were complaining about the GAA pitches and their houses, and like we, we're we're diabolically nimbiest in this country. We,
3: we yes, we are, and there is a case of that people will sort of say, well. I don't want it in my road. Exactly. Or, I want a the tube station
1: over. or whatever we'll call it here, the the, the, the doob. I don't care what we yeah, call it. Whatever we, it is. We'll want that, but we won't want it to in any way inconvenience us where we live.
3: Well, the, I think the, the with, with the Bus Connect that's coming on, there's an awful lot of opposition towards Bus Connect. Uh-huh. Purely because it is, as you say, it's in people's backyards and it's, and it's giving people an, an understanding of the transport needs within the city. But the problem is Dublin is, a, is an historic city. With narrow streets. True. With, so trying to, trying to shove more traffic, more cars, more, whatever it is more buses down those streets is not the way
1: to no, go. No I agree with you. The and London's not dissimilar in places.
3: No exactly and London's the same. Like their, their bus service is, is a supplement to the underground.
1: L- last question for you though Carl like, we're looking at the, the, the absolute shambles of the National Children's Hospital with overruns in the hundreds of millions not just in the you know the tens of millions the hundreds of millions yeah what do you think would happen if we if we try and undertake something that is currently already would be a billion or 2 billion euro project are we going to end up bankrupt in the country it'll cost us 30 billion or devil knows what well i think
3: like from from my point of view i've i've done up my house in the last couple of years and you go to a builder you go to a contractor yeah. you t- you say how much is going to cost and they say it's going to cost x and with with the public contracts. They can do fixed price contracts.
1: Yeah.
3: So they can sort of say them, right, we're looking for a tube system. It's gonna cost
1: Yeah. You 20, you 20 build billion. in you, you first of all, no porous contracts, none of this nonsense that we had at no. the children's hospital. And second of all, you the the, the the construction company, you build in contingency for hitting rock. You build in constituency for hitting power lines or underground yeah. rivers yeah. or whatever the hell you're gonna hit. We want upfront no extra cost. What's it gonna cost you? And if you lose money Better you lose it than the taxpayer loses it. So fixed contracts and we don't want to hear another word about it. Is that what you're saying? That's, well, I, I don't I like think why, why that can't be done. No, I, I think you're right. I think it can be done. But thank you for that, Carl. And uh, 53106, what do you think? Fixed contracts, lads. You wouldn't be having these open-ended contracts in your own house or for anything else and it is possible to allow the contractor to take the risks and then they'll have to do surveys and what have you but like you're talking billions for sure you are but could you not just say that if they do hit rock if they do hit whatever the hell they hit that's on them not on us what do you think of that Alan's on the line Alan you do have a solution yourself to the congestion issue tell me about it Hi
0: Ciara yes um, basically it's something that uh, we've um, we've, we've, we're dealing with um, the Fingo Council and spoke to them about this. Rather than build out in North Country uh, Dublin where you're putting a lot of strain on the public transport system would be to actually build on brownfield sites, higher buildings on brownfield sites in Dublin where people could actually walk or take the bike or Whatever into into town.
1: Are you talking about knocking down what's there in the city already, building up higher, or are you talking about lashing things on top of buildings that already exist? Well,
0: both, really. Okay, you, could, you, you know, you could you could do both, but it would be you know you wouldn't have to wait for for any sort of ten years for yeah. the transport to get better. Um, you would actually. Encourage people to, as you say, you know, to cycle in and be, you know, sort of do a bit of an exercise.
1: Same, same question to you as, as to Carl who was just on. Alan, you, you know, the NIMBYism thing is mad. Griffith, Griffith Avenue basically in Clontarf practically walking distance from the city certainly cycling distance from the city and the the, the good people of, of, of Clontarf saying no no we don't want to be overdeveloped you live in a city lads what are you talking about but people think that they're in the suburbs and they need to have four bed semi-D's with front and back gardens do we need to change our mindset? Yeah
0: yeah. you see I, I actually live in North Country uh, Dublin which which uh, you know is lacking in infrastructure as far as you know transport we have a, we have a motorway but you know once you uh, get in the city it just gets very congested yeah. um, but the transport system is, is packed now the you know the, the trains are packed and, and they're putting another 2,000 houses in, in so, where so I live So
1: basically increase the density in the city and that would be a solution I think you're right Well
0: it, it would be a quicker yeah. thing than yeah. waiting for, for the yeah. transport to get better in 10 years time
1: Absolutely thank you for that Alan that's a good solution isn't it? P- cram us in like sardines in the city where the facilities are I think that makes a lot of sense Stephen on Twitter says a number of the Lewises should have had metro type standing areas rather than seating maximise the current stock to carry more absolutely right same as the Dart we've lovely big comfy seats everywhere but people can't get onto these trains and that's a kind of a stupid thing I think and Peter's on the line from Sligo Peter what's your solution to all of this?
4: Hi Ciara how are you? Yeah uh, look the big multinationals your Googles and your Facebook uh-huh. I haven't heard any politician or government Party come out saying that to offset their their corporation tax, their low corporation tax, they should be asked to invest in the, in capital projects. So, say as you have your your underground metro you're on about uh-huh. the Dublin Airport, yeah, yeah. You you ask Google or Facebook to to take on that project, and I guarantee you that will be done fast. It will be done under budget, and it, they're they're investing in the, in the country. They're investing in the people that are there.
1: It's not a bad you know? idea. Yeah. Um, like and they the, might prefer it to tax for a variety of reasons.
4: Exactly. I know there's a big big thing about tax breaks and the, and the times that passed with tax breaks, but I believe that's a massive solution to a lot of the capital projects that are going on Another problem there is your children's hospital. Like, that should have been built out on a green field site out in Munoz or somewhere. Like, that, like building in the, where the dearest per square metre or foot of, of, of property yeah. in Dublin, in the country, if that was built anew, that would have been. I guarantee it. That would have been built for half the price. Yeah, no. The I other don't. billion, the other billion saved would have gone into into uh, housing for for staff, into projects for um, Metro, into the city. I,
1: I totally agree, and and I I think the funny thing is is people sometimes say, well, it's easy to hurl from the ditch. But it's amazing how many good ideas come from the ditch that don't seem to be acted on or, or uh, uh, ever thought of by those who actually are in the driving seat to, to carry the out problem, these projects. Kiara, I don't
4: understand it. That's the problem, here: is The people who are making these decisions are, 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 are blindsided by... by I, I really don't know this No,
1: like and but, they pay massive consultancy fees to people for, for mm-hmm. bright ideas and yet we we could throw open a text line and get 40 great ideas in, in yeah. 20 minutes and we, yeah. you, we don't have to pay a thing. But anyway... No. Look, no, no. no fair play and I think you're, you're right Peter thank you, thank you for that uh, someone says lads lots of issues add to our transport woes I live 24 miles from Dublin yet at 6.15am I have to wait to join traffic headed for Dublin we need to decentralise spread out the jobs turn commuter towns into places of employment for multinationals develop Tullamore and Athlone and Mullingar so well located this problem needs a sea change to tackle it not small issues and that's from Keith that's another good idea decentralisation but they have tried it and people didn't want with no disrespect to those towns didn't want to go there Um, I think uh, our our last caller who was talking about putting more density in the city has a lot of sense about him and Anne is on the line maybe the last person will take on this for now you're a Dublin city councillor excellent to talk to you what do you think about all of this? Hi, Kira. Yeah, I mean,
5: this is obviously the hot issue at the moment yeah. with uh, all the announcement of bus corridors um, and the NTA are currently holding all their, their community forum meetings. Um, absolutely. There's no doubt. I mean, congestion is a major yeah. issue for St. Dublin City generally. And with the growing population, it's going to be even a, a bigger issue as we go forward. But I mean, I really think the whole bus connects thing has started with the wrong terms of reference, if you like. I mean, it's about largely about um, getting buses to move faster into the city, um, to, to, to take more people on board, etc. But I mean, it's not looking at a total um, uh, commuter and transport uh, solution for the city. And what it's doing really is it's promoting uh, the idea of more bus lanes, more driving lanes, and the cycleways. I guess they're running down to
1: our urban villages. You know, yeah, but but like what 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 well what else could we do? You're well, you're I mean, one of the people in charge. What else could we do? <laughs> I wish I
5: was in charge, but anyway, um, uh, what what one of the things we should go back to the drawing board on Metro. I mean, you have uh, Metro serving the whole kind of eastern side of Dublin, but there's a whole swathe between there and Tala, that's not catered for no. in terms of a future. You know, a future proofing us with transport and i think the, the the metro we should be looking at developing more branches of that mm-hmm. running out that direction and then maybe cutting back over to sandyford so it's still going to take the the growing numbers uh, that are going to be coming from current mines and beyond uh, as the years go by. The congestion charge, I really think that has to be looked at. Well, there isn't enough public
1: transport capacity, even if we put the congestion charge on it. It's just going to make motorists disgruntled. uh, Absolutely. Last question for you, Anne, though. I know what you're saying about we need to do these various things, but considering where we're at with the National Children's Hospital, and and you as a local politician, I, I want to know what you think. People haven't got the stomach for these massive infrastructure. Uh, investments because they're scared that they won't cost whatever they're supposed to cost in the beginning they'll cost multiples of that and and, and it's it's disheartening and people also feel a little bit like they're being taken for a ride yeah. Well,
5: I can appreciate it. at the moment, I suppose, given the, 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 the hospital, um, uh, you know, there are those questions in people's minds. However, I think there are lessons learned from that. And I think we can't repeat them. But, uh, you know, and we really have to be looking at transport solutions to 2040, you
1: know, not for the next five oh, years. I totally agree. You know, It's a long term view we need. Look, thank you for that. Anne. Thanks for coming on. It's good to hear from a city councillor, isn't it? That, you know, what, what they're thinking at, at the coalface. Some says, Keira, lots of people are saying this. Kira, I'm sorry, but that fixed price solution for Contracts is not going to work. No contractor will take the risk with ground conditions. It would break a company if it went wrong. You have to design and spec fully, otherwise, it would end up escalating. Someone else says something very similar. Here's the thing, lads maybe if they had a fixed contract, they'd put in an actual realistic bid, not a low bid that then multiplies by multiples, a realistic bid that's a good bit higher against their competitors, but they do take those things into account. I don't accept that fixed contracts wouldn't work. Lots more coming up after this, including social media destroying marriage.